0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Looking for
1: that uh, parking spot that doesn't have a comma in it, (laughs) Slee. Driving around looking for that. Might be hard to find on Sunday.
2: I'll park in the loading zone and I put my hazards on. (laughs) Put my emergency lights on and just, hey, I'll be right back. Five minutes, five minutes. Is it. So the, the prices for this game
1: are just... Bonkers. they're t- yep. they're just bananas, and it's it's equally. Did the part, price did the price go down? It, or no, slightly. So the okay. the, the get it, the the cheapest one that I and I, I looked at this yesterday, the cheapest one out there for like the, the the you know nosebleed section at SoFi, which by the way still isn't a terrible seat, mm-hmm. is like just shy of five grand for one seat. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about ten thousand if you're going to bring somebody with you along the way, and it, it's amazing that that's because look, capitalism, right? You're only going to it only sell for what somebody's willing to pay for it. But it does feel odd that it's that expensive. That's why, honestly, I'm so thrilled that we're qualifying people to a chance to win those tickets because they are not going to be a ton of just people that get to go to
2: the game other than some season ticket holders. Of course. No, no. Are you kidding me? I mean, uh, that's that's an incredible, incredible event to go to. You and I were mentioning it yesterday. I'd probably prefer if you said, hey, would you rather go to an NFC championship game or an AFC championship game or the Super Bowl? I'm I'm all in on the crowd experience, the crowd environment. There's something about that, right, from a sports perspective. This is an event. This is a worldwide a event, and you know, obviously, you get the opportunity to go there. It's going to go down as one of the best memories. So, all right. So, kind of like Taylor's uh, water or no water for the rest of your life. If mm-hmm. your wing
1: order could only come with celery or carrot sticks, which of those two are you picking? Because both is the right answer, but if you can only have one, I'll take carrots. Why? I, I think that you're not wrong, but I would go the other direction for one simple reason, and it's a stupid one. Um,
2: but why I carrots? Just, I just like carrots better, but celery is a, uh, what is it? It's like 90 something percent basically water. It's like a <laughs> right. water vegetable. So it is, there is that like refreshing part before you go in for the next wing. But yes. I just like carrots better.
1: So here's here's why, I, and that's a good answer, but the reason, I, celery oddly feels like it could get colder than a carrot. I'm sure that's not true, but to me it feels yeah. like it, it gets colder, and celery has that little trough so I can fill it with the blue cheese. As I shovel it into my, like a carrot, it's going to run off the sides like a snow-capped roof. A celery stick has that little gully down the middle that I can use as like almost a spoon to get more blue cheese into my mouth. This is this is the these strategy. are the things I think. Yeah, about. there's a strategy. Absolutely. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Um, how about the biathlon at the Big A around that rock pile they have in center field? Instead of skating or skiing through the mountains with your rifle, we just go over the Big A in and out
2: that little waterfall thing, and then we shoot targets at the Big A. How's that sound? Maybe that could be something over the four hundred five on one of those bridges or under one of those bridges, <laughs> just depending on what you know, depending on what. Uh, what event it is, you're either going under the bridge or you're going over the bridge, something along those lines. I, I think you're, you're getting a lot of headway on this Winter Olympics in L.A. I, I'm a thinker. I, look, yeah.
1: apparently you don't need snow or cold weather to hold no. the Winter Olympics. No. So let's just uh, let's move forward. All right, so Lakers-Bucks tonight. Mm-hmm. I want to jump through this one very quickly. We'll come back to it in a second because I'm curious how we'll, Russ will get used tonight. But they got the Blazers tomorrow. Right, the Blazers just sent C.J. McCollum to the Pelicans, Josh Hart, and draft picks going back the other way. The Blazers have given up. They're, they're, Norman Powell, Robert Covington, also <laughs> right. uh, traded over the weekend. It, it it has an odd ripple effect on where the Lakers are, doesn't it? Out because of who they're going to play and what they might run into in that play-in
2: tournament. So it, you got. I think the Blazers, you're right, are in sell mode, but to an extent. Walsh put out a tweet that I thought was interesting. And if you do look at the playing tournament right now, it's the Pelicans that are there. It's not the Blazers. Pelicans just got C.J. McCollum. Uh, Brandon Ingram's having a good season. Maybe Zion comes back at one point. Maybe he doesn't. And I'm not sitting here trying to make a case here that watch out for the Pelicans. By no, by no means am I doing that. But their teams... Like the Clippers, who are just in front of the Lakers in the playing tournament, like the Pelicans that are just behind the Lakers in the playing tournament, that both just made moves over the last couple of days, and the Lakers are in a you know they're in a, a weird spot where the team is talented enough that you would think they're not having a conversation about the playing tournament, but that's actually where they're cemented, and it's going to be. Really, a shock or surprise for them not to be a part of the playing tournament. I don't think they're moving up to fifth or sixth, and you got teams around them making moves and improving right. their roster. You know, so it's it really is kind of odd, to be honest with you. Um, so, Walsh put this out there, and and we'll, this is going to be more of a summer thing where he's basically saying that Portland's plan is not to it's not to rebuild. They're saying that they're going to reshape the roster around Dame. They created X amount of dollars from a trade exception. They have X amount of dollars in salary cap space, but for all means, the Blazers are done this year. We'll see what they do in the summer. I, I, I just, from a trade perspective, yesterday I had um, Bobby Marks on, um, ESPN's front office insider. He's kind of had the same message that most of the other experts have been saying don't expect anything from the Lakers maybe a, a a small move here and there maybe they create a roster spot for the buyout market and they could get somebody through the buyout market but if teams are improving over the trade deadline I don't think that's something the Lakers are going to be in the middle of does
1: it matter Al and, and not about the trade part but yep. like you, you look at the New Orleans Pelicans who all of a sudden are in the the play-in thing right and the Blazers are out and does it matter who the Lakers play? That if they lose, does it? If, for instance, if they lose to the Clippers, is it worse than if they lose to the Pelicans or if they'd lost to the Blazers or any of the other teams that are going to be in that mix? Because they're not supposed to be there in the first place, right? This was never the part of the pool that they were supposed to be swimming in. But if you look across and Brandon Ingram and those guys are the guys that are clipping you along the way, doesn't that feel oddly worse
2: if the the future is the one knocking out the present? Well, if you don't get it, I mean, listen, if if they ended up, they're two games below 500 right now. 4 games left before the All-Star break. And I know we'll talk about the Lakers and the Bucks and Giannis and Anthony Davis and all that, but if let's just say they went 2 and 2 in these final 4 games. If you're 2 games below 500 going into the break and you got 24 games left to go. I see what you're saying. If they just don't get out of the play-in tournament, who you end up losing to, Maybe that tells part of the story, but the bigger story is you couldn't even get out of the playing tournament. You know, it, it's whether that's the Pelicans or the Clippers or the Timberwolves. And oh, by the way, if you got out and now you're facing the Suns or the Golden State Warriors and you lose in the first round, um, maybe it's that's, more respectable. I was just going to say
1: it's not <laughs> but better, but it makes a little more, respectable. more sense. Sure. It makes more sense, right? It's it, I don't know if it's more respectable because. LeBron, AD, right? You, you can't lose to anybody and be like, oh, they're they're better than us because yeah. you have LeBron and AD, even though they are a lot better than you. But if it's one of these bottom feeders that get you, mm-hmm. if it's one of these teams that's barely holding on to a 500 record or a team that's just – get the only reason they're in is because we expanded to 10 teams in the first place – that is deeply embarrassing. Okay. As, as embarrassing as this season has been, as disappointing as it's been, if you get out and you run into the the team that's the best record in the NBA and the Phoenix Suns, and they and they beat you, it doesn't feel good. But at least it makes sense at that point. The other thing doesn't doesn't make any
2: sense. It's deeply embarrassing. If, if just a hypothetical here, the Lakers have the second toughest schedule left in the NBA. Tonight they play Milwaukee. I actually think the Bucks, from what I saw. Bucks, I think have the toughest schedule left in the NBA let's say the Lakers beat the bucks tonight Does it mean something? Yeah I think it does
1: I don't I, do it means too. A, I don't think it means a lot but I think it means something I think it means that there's still a little life in the patient. I think it means that you know we're not going to unplug them from the wall. We're not going to hold the pillow over their face or bring in Doctor Kavorkian or anything like that. It means that there's still a little bit of life. Maybe there's no hope of a full
2: recovery, but we're not quite done yet. If they win tonight's game. Okay, so th- this is why I bring it up because part of the I think the the positives of having such a tough schedule left, you're going to get cracks at these good teams. Right, you're gonna get a chance to play the Golden State Warriors and the Phoenix Suns and the Utah Jazz. Philly still's gotta come to LA. Milwaukee's gonna be here tonight. I think Trav, if there's you know, we we've had the conversation enough of okay, well, they had this many injuries. All right, well, health and safety protocols. You got enough games left against good opponents that I think as we before you even get to the playoffs, you're gonna know can this team still make some noise if they if they won tonight against the Bucks? I think Laker fans would kind of for a quick second say, "I do too. Hey, That was a good win. That was yeah. good. Oh, it
1: would be a good win. There's no mm-hmm. dismissing the quality of the win, whether it means something or not. That's the question, right? And and their 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 last gasp at this. In fact, let, let's come back and let's get into that. That if their their last four games here before the All Star break, three of them are against very good teams. What if they come out on the right side of more of those than they don't? Does that give you hope post All Star break? That's coming up next. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Those are all great events for Sunday. Looking forward to being a part of as much of that as I can. But don't forget, Alvin, that on Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, the Buffalo Wild Wings in Burbank, myself, Kirk Morrison, and Key, we are all going to be out at the Buffalo Wild Wings, getting ready for the Super Bowl as well. So wings and talking football, talking Rams, talking big game, all of those things, Buffalo Wild Wings, 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock. And then we hand it right off to you uh, for the game on Saturday. That's the Is that the Jazz game? on saturday al
2: saturday will be the warriors the warriors Warriors. on saturday oh that's right the uh, san francisco
1: yeah so full day on saturday too so come on out if you uh you want to talk about the rams and uh have a little wings and beer and, and whatnot we can do that as well buffalo wild wings in burbank two to four espn radio is presented by progressive insurance pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage visit progressive.com and another congratulations to robert fuentes in east la he is the latest uh listener to qualify for a chance to win tickets to the big game on sunday you want to listen the rest of the day you want to hear that sounder 877-710-espn caller number seven and we're still giving away more stuff, Al, about Gwen Stefani, Blake Shelton, Mickey Guyton, the Super Music Fest at Crypto.com Arena. We're giving away tickets to that as well.
2: Uh, we what, what do we give away? Tickets to the Lakers-Bucks for tonight. Yep. It feels like every single show we got something to give away, so great stuff there. And, Lake, like you said, Lakers-Bucks tonight. And, mm-hmm. look, the,
1: this feels like their last chance to really build some momentum because if they if, if this, these next four games, three against good teams and one against the, the Blazers – if you can come out of that on the right side of 500, right, if you can be 3-1 and one and, you know, hallelujah, 4-0, oh, if that happens, I think you're really kind of onto something at that point. But this does feel like their last good chance to kind of start to be the team that we hope they were because you're going to have to beat the Warriors, the Bucks, the Jazz, or what is some combination of those teams. It feels like this
2: is your last fighting chance. Well, I, I think it – I would say probably has more to do with can you also convince yourself that with everything that's happened this year, can you convince yourself that, no, 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 yes, we are bad enough to lose against bad teams, but we're also good enough to hang with good teams, and that that's the – when the strength of schedule is you got the second toughest schedule left. Lakers are going up against the Bucks. You remember that last game Lakers had against uh, the Bucks? It was I was hyping it. Michael and I were talking about Anthony Davis, Giannis Attentacumpo. Let these two go back to back. Let these two battle it out. Giannis dominated. So I think it's a tonight is more of a can you hang with a really good team in the Eastern Conference? Can you show that and I'm not you know, I, I, I hate to if they lost by six points and we sat back and said, you know what, that was a close game. It came down the wire in the fourth, that's not good enough. You know what I mean? No, I mean you it's you not. gotta start winning these games. Right. And it's more hey, this was a close game, and in the fourth quarter, LeBron and AD took over, and they won by six. They they need games like this. There are no moral victories at this point. I don't want to hear you know people say, well, yeah, game against the Clippers was really close, and they came all the way back from 70. It's an L, and you keep stacking up these Ls along the way, and I, I, the, the competition is only going to get better. Can you convince yourself and some people out there that not only – do we have this kind of long shot of winning? But we are some of the best players in the NBA that are on this team, and we could still beat good teams in the process. That starts tonight.
1: Here's a, Go back to something you said about Giannis v. Anthony Davis. Yep. Because there, it wasn't super long ago that that felt like a real question, and, and now it feels like a, a, a silly radio topic, right? Because who, who wouldn't pick Giannis in this scenario? That I, Other than Michael, right? Other than Michael picking AD in this scenario, it feels like Giannis has elevated his game to a place where he's an NBA champion, he's an NBA Finals MVP, he's an MVP in the league, and he's a guy that has proven, it's not, it's not speculative anymore, he's proven I can be the best player on a championship team. You give me some complimentary pieces, Chris Middleton, Holiday, I can get us to the finish line, I'm that good. Are we done with that as Anthony Davis is a topic? Are we done with the idea of Anthony Davis being
2: the very best player on a championship team? Has that ship sailed once and for all? So th- this is the best way I can describe it. There are times where somebody's got to prove you back the other way. So if, if the question you're bringing up, Anthony Davis, since he came back, He's been fantastic. I mean, basically putting up 30 and 15 numbers, couple steals, couple block shots. He's been fantastic. He has. But AD has to work him, work his way back into that conversation. If I told you right now, give me the top three big men in the NBA. If I told you, rank the top three. You don't have to give a thought. Top three big it, men in the NBA, who would you Jokic, say? Jokic, Embiid, and Giannis. Okay. So... Embiid is the leading MVP candidate right now if the season ended. Jokic is coming off an MVP season. Giannis has not only won an MVP, he was a finals MVP, and he's a champion, right? Yeah. Anthony Davis is is not – that used to be a no-brainer, knee-jerk. AD is one of those guys. You're right. I, I don't think that he's in those top three at the moment. And Does anybody? Are, yeah. I, I think there's some people – not many. Is, uh, I was going to
1: say, is there an NBA executive, if you said pick three big men that you can play the next five years with that are not taking those three guys?
2: Okay, let, let me put it this way for you. You're starting an NBA franchise tomorrow. You can have either Embiid or Anthony Davis. Who are you taking? Embiid. You want Giannis or Anthony Davis? Who are you taking? Giannis. And if, you're, if I said Jokic or Anthony Stop. Davis? Okay, Jokic. well – I'm I'm with you on that.
1: I'm not talking fans. I'm talking people that know basketball that that are looking at this and saying look, because those guys have done all of these things. Anthony Davis Anthony Davis isn't an unproven commodity. We know exactly what he is. He's been in the league ten years. This isn't oh he's going to grow into this. This is what he is. He's well, good. This is really this good. Is, this but he's not that.
2: This is what AD and it wasn't long ago. So this is where I would say that. There is some hope for A.D. to be back in that conversation. Trav, less than a year and a half ago, A.D. was in that conversation. Anthony Davis was helping the Lakers go in an NBA championship in Orlando. But when I say that he's got to put himself back in that conversation, he does. There, there is no, you know, tonight's game against Giannis, um, and, and we, we saw A.D. do this, uh, what was it, maybe a week, week and a half ago. He went head-to-head against Embiid. He outplayed Embiid in that game. The problem is Lakers lost by 18. So it's not just what does your head-to-head matchup look like? Does your squad win or do they lose? Tonight I think will be interesting because this is like we framed it up. It's a good team, strength of schedule. Are you starting to prove that you can beat teams? And there's also a big man on the other side that has kind of convinced everybody. There's no question about it. I'm better than your big man. Is that something that, you know, AD takes personal? Does AD – and I don't have the answer to it. We did this – Three months ago, and in that game three months ago, Giannis dropped forty-seven. Ad had nineteen, something well, like that. And,
1: and I think that's the answer to the question, right? I mean, we 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 without saying it, you just said it. He's not the, he can't be the best player on a if he's not these other guys that you, Giannis has proven it. Jokic has won a championship, but he's won an MVP. You look at Embiid; he's probably going to win the MVP this year if things continue to go. Anthony Davis hasn't done that, and, and this is this is the part that is deeply sobering for me as a Laker fan Anthony Davis is very soon going to be the best player on. he's not right now it's still LeBron James but in the very near future AD needs to be your best player and if the and if he is I think that I think the ballots are in he you're not good enough to win a championship you're, you're not it would have we would have seen the markings on this before and it just hasn't happened and it's a really unsatisfying feeling because coming out of the bubble It really felt like he could be. It really felt like that's the guy that, okay, as LeBron starts to slow down a little and AD just stays at this spot, the Lakers are in really good shape. It doesn't feel like that anymore.
2: Well, I would say if you want to look at – if you want to be optimistic about it, the Lakers know that when LeBron's window ends and he decides to hang it up, they're getting a chance. Like, you're seeing it right now, too. They're going to understand that, hey – if there isn't a Dame type of player that's playing with Anthony Davis, there isn't another all-star, not even just all-star caliber, top 10 player in the league, that's what you're going to need. And I I think they know that. I think they understand it. And the the one positive you could say with Anthony Davis is – since he came back, he's looked good. Now, can he sustain this for the rest of the season? Can the Lakers make some noise and at least put a little bit little bit of fear into some of these other teams? We'll find out, and I think tonight's a good test against the Bucks.
1: Let's try a quick phone call. Let's go to OC and David. David, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, David?
0: Hey, guys. How's it going? All right. Uh, one thing I do want to say about uh, Giannis and um, AD is I'm not sure if you guys remember last year, Giannis hyperextended his knee pretty bad right before the playoffs. AD would have been gone a month and a half. I think Giannis came back like a week later.
2: So, and if you explain it from more a health perspective, and we appreciate you calling in, David. Um, availability, right, Trav? So, if 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 AD is available, AD missed last uh, half of last season. Okay. This year, he's missed X amount of games. A decent portion. Uh, a decent more sh- portion. And I'm, I'm trying to think right off the top of my head. I I, I can't remember what it was, but um, he's missed a, a a decent amount of games. So Three with global. that in mind, Giannis has been one of those players that has been available. And availability is a big – that that also is a big factor. We've had this conversation before in the pregame show. John and Michael were talking about Giannis, or, um, Embiid or Jokic. you got to start a franchise with one of those two players – and Jokic has been more durable. That's part of the, yeah. well, I lean more towards Jokic because he's available. You lean more towards Embiid because he's a much better defender. But that's availability is a big part of it as well. I, I want to throw one last thing in here about
1: this because health is a, is a part of it. And Anthony Davis has been unlucky with his health. You know, we can, why? I don't know. He's been unlucky. He has not been a durable player throughout his career. He's missed a lot of time. That's one part of it. The other part of it is, Giannis is kind of a throwback, right? Giannis is kind of a guy like, no, no, I'm going to stay here. We're going to make this happen here. He's not looking around saying, oh, Brooklyn or Miami or L.A. or Phoenix, and I can go here and jump on with this player or that player. We can go do this together. His entire thing was, I'm going to do it here. You get me a couple of the right guys, and I'm going to take us to the promised land. And he did right ad was more of the more modern philosophy of hey where's a good fit for me oh the lakers i'll jump over on there but it was a jump over as a complimentary player as opposed to the best player and i think i think there's something there i don't know exactly what it says but i think it says something in there about the way that he views his own game
2: well i i think also if the bucks weren't doing anything they weren't they weren't putting around yeah. a good team, you know, giving the Bucks a chance to actually compete for a championship. Maybe Giannis's tune would have been different, but that hasn't been the case. They've been in it, at least in the Eastern Conference, for the last couple of years.
1: All right, Factor Cap coming up next. Should you do something nice for one of your M&Es? enemies? Enemies. enemies. That's the thing in the ocean. Enemies is what I was going for. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
3: Hey guys, how are you doing? I uh, wish wonderful. I was just guzzling down a great Baja Blast right now, but Good. I do have some coffee. did you text us on Friday?
2: Is that what you were taking down? It was a, it was like a <laughs> five gallon bucket of it too. It
1: was, I didn't know they made sodas quite that big. It was, uh, it was an aggressive play. I was, impressed. and it was only, I'm not going to lie.
2: And it was on Friday, and it was right after Factor Cap. It was like eleven forty. <laughs>
3: inspired myself. I got. I, I left work early. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, so speaking of my own life, uh, I was doing my taxes yesterday. It was kind of confusing that I split. Excited. love tax
2: season. Oh, love it.
3: Lovely. So it's you know half Connecticut, half California. Anyway. Mm-hmm. You are, act- you are actually never worried that the IRS will be auditing you from doing your own taxes. Travis, this is Factor Cap.
1: Well, it's been... Okay, Get re- hold on. Where's my Riviera Country Club hat? I should probably put this on Go as I on, say bro. this. Yeah. Go <laughs> it on,
2: bro.
1: It's been a long time since I've done it myself. I, I have I have an accountant that I've used for a very long time. He's my favorite guy in the world. What up, Gary Margolis? Um, no, I overpay all year long right so i get a refund back more often than i don't because i'm so worried about what you're talking about emily that i i tend to put in a little more and the account goes what are you doing just stop doing this i said no i like to do it this way and then i get a little money back so i i don't i am a coward I am a rule follower, and when you put those two things together, it does not lead to things like audits and whatnot because I, I am so incredibly cautious. I don't drive. I'm just I'm a chicken. I don't like to stir the
2: pot because I'm afraid of getting in trouble. So, no, I'm not worried about an audit, Al. All right, here's what it comes down to, risk-reward. Is the risk worth the reward? I mean, do you want to just lay down on your bed and feel like, hey, I can have a nice... A uh, comfortable nap or just sleep for the night, whatever the case is, right? That's the only issue with with doing your taxes, bro. First of all, when you work for ESPN and Disney, like what, what how are you gonna you gonna hit up an accountant and say, hey, can you pay this last check under the, under the table? <laughs> like I, I don't even understand how you would hide things. Uh, I'm definitely with well, you. you can set you. up your
1: deductions weird, and then you can owe at the end of the the year. They're not, you know, ESPN and Disney will let
2: you deduct however you want. Really, it's well, that, up to that, you to get it right that even shows that i don't even know how to cheat the system <laughs> if i tried to cheat the system right well you're just an inherently
1: honest person too like you you're not you're not But it's not worth it
2: it's like it's not even you know i don't see i mean can you imagine getting a call or a letter from oh the IRS gosh. what just think about that for a second i i, I would literally go
1: how going to cardiac arrest it would be the scariest cuz oh, although you know what maybe not because the more i think about it, i, I I paid it. I'm not worried about it. I'm good. I don't need to sweat it too much. You, you, you guys are wrong. That doesn't mean they can't stick it to me. Now, who knows?
2: there's the real estate part of things where things can get a little complicated that's always I have no idea what I'm doing so that's again get a tax accountant do it that way and get the hell out of the way Emily
1: should I be worried about you should I if you're gonna get a knock on your door in the middle of the night i should I be concerned
3: no I don't think you should be concerned I'm just kind of like oh this is this is how it is I ha- I use some nice software that's that's free so it's fine but uh yeah'll we'll, we'll see how it goes my sister's an accountant maybe I'll maybe I'll text there
1: you, her. well shoot, there you go lean <laughs> on uh, sister hebel and uh, have her hook you up.
3: All right. Uh, next one. Uh, OBJ said yesterday at their press conferences, if you look up cool in the dictionary, you see Joe Burrow and his Cartier Sun Shades. Joe Burrow is the coolest player in the NFL. Alan, is this factor Cap?
2: Um, I'm going to go Cap. He's a cool dude. Don't get me wrong. The guy is in the Super Bowl. But there are certain players that are in the NFL, and I, I'll try and think of a couple here as as we're doing this, but... Lamar Jackson's pretty damn cool. Patrick Mahomes is pretty damn cool. Um, I think of guys that have been in the league doing whatever they're doing. You know, certain guys. We were just joking around about this when they come out of the bus. They got their headphones on. They're doing. They got the beats when they're warming up. Beckham used to be just like this when he was in New York. Certain guys got this certain swag to them. Joe Burrow, maybe because I don't think he's that cool, that actually makes him that much cooler. Like there's that kind of opposite thing where Burrow is not trying to be cool, which makes him cool. Uh, but there are some, definitely some players in the league that uh, I think have that title. So I, I hate
1: to keep going to this, but it's the perfect example. I, I would have said no. I would have said Cap, that he's not the coolest guy in the world. But you may be on to something, Emily, because um, my youngest son just had high school dance uh, last weekend. Okay, and so he and his friends and their dates, they took this group picture together at at a party. Right. And they're all wearing their little suits and stuff It's very cute and nice. And the girls are nice and pretty. And it's a it's a nice, you know, little slice of Americana along the way. About 80 percent of the boys were dressed like Joe Burrow out. They, really? they, they, they had the, the, black, glasses. the black turtlenecks with the chains, just like Joe Burrow was rocking in his presser. And I'm thinking, okay, the, Joe Burrow's not trying to connect with me, right? I, I'm I'm out of the demo when it comes to Joe Burrow. But his swag, and because when mm. I saw him at the presser with the turtleneck and the center part and the gold chains, I'm like, the, he's he's like doing a 1985 like joke. Like this is what people look like when I was in high school. And he had uh, – it was uncanny how many of the boys in this group picture That's were rocking funny. the Joe Burrow look. It was extre- – so so I think you might be right, Emily. He's swaggy. He's, he's very swaggy, for sure.
3: So I know we're all going to be inundated with commercials from the Super Bowl, everything else. It's a, it's a huge weekend for commercials. But Sean McVay can convince you to buy some Campbell soup. Travis, this is vector Cap. He
1: doesn't need to convince me. I, I, I'm team soup. Right there there is soup in my pantry right now. I don't know what brand it is. I think my wife is more of a Trader Joe's person, so there there's that kind of soup, but yeah, no, I don't need to be my arm twists. Who does look? You come home, maybe you've had a long day, you don't want to go through the trouble of cooking a bunch of stuff, but you throw a can of soup into a pot, you heat it up nice and slow, get it all warm and wonderful throughout the entire pot. Maybe you throw on a piece of toast on the side to dip into this thing. Is there anybody that's not enjoying that moment? You don't have to convince me. Sean McVay could probably convince me
2: to do a lot of things, but he doesn't need to convince me to buy soup. I'm in. Well, the question is: Are you buying that soup? Are you buying? Is it Campbell's soup? That's what it is, right? Uh, yeah,
3: yeah chunky. Campbell's chunky.
2: Are you buying that soup specifically? I think it doesn't sound like you have that soup. It doesn't sound like you have that soup look. at home. I'm going to literally going to go look during the break to see what because it is. Because I'm, I don't know the last time I bought Campbell's chunky soup, and I don't know if I'm going to be buying it anytime <laughs> in the near future. Uh, I appreciate McVeigh's pitch. Good. I appreciate the whole thing. Who they have on there? They've had, was it Donovan McNabb that was doing McNabb it for a while? McNabb, I think,
1: was the original guy. I want to say Jerome Bettis got in on the soup game for a minute. Was or Adrian two. Peterson
2: or no? Ah, uh, maybe, maybe. maybe. Uh, for some reason, I think there was some quarterback or the some running backs that were a part of the mix uh, along the way. I have not. I've, I enjoy the commercials. I think they're entertaining. But no, I will be not go. I will not be going to Ralph's this afternoon and going to get me some <laughs> chunky Campbell soup. <laughs> he's not quite Peyton Manning when it comes to, act, but Sean McVay can act a little bit. He's he's not like sometimes
1: you get a super wooden guy doing those commercials and it feels super weird. McVay pulls it off. He's got a he's got a little bit yeah, of acting
2: chops. Here here's the thing, which is more impressive that they're using a coach, right? Like it's not they're using a coach hey, as their spokesperson. You really know? good team. Yep, handsome. LA. Oh, yeah. There we go. Done. But it just doesn't happen often, <laughs> right? Like, when's the last time you saw a coach that's been pitching be, like, the ad?
1: Nick Saban for... sometimes.
3: But that's Nick Saban, too. Let, let's just,
1: it should be Andy Reid, right? I mean, like, if we're talking soup and warm and food and a guy that knows his way around a nice, hearty soup, it should be Andy Reid. What did that Andy Reid, like right what bit. was the
2: quote that he said? He said, I'm going to go eat a it? cheeseburger. Oh, it's
3: about chocolate it's the cake. chocolate
2: cake, right? Yeah, another
3: Super Bowl like, is a piece of chocolate cake, and you, you're always going to go back and get another one.
1: Andy Reed, that? no, that's just the best quote right uh, there. Andy Reid should be the soup guy. <laughs> All
3: right, guys, I have one more. I know you, I could not get through this entire show without mentioning it. U.V.A. Pitbull? beat... Oh. Number seven Duke last night, last last second in, in Cameron Indoor. What? What Baseball. sport? Baseball. Oh, college basketball. College oh. basketball. It's I know they no one cares, them. but I care. It's great. So um I they but canceled
1: that in like eighty six.
3: <laughs> UNC this past Sunday played Duke. Uh last time Coach K will, will coach at UNC. Yep. So Coach K didn't get a tribute from UNC. But I think that's okay. So Coach K doesn't need a tribute from the opposing team's arenas. Alan is his factor cap.
2: Um he doesn't need it. Uh, he doesn't have to have it. I just think I'm actually really, really surprised that North Carolina didn't do something. I'm really, really surprised that they didn't. You know, you, you think about, I know coaches and players are different, but when, use Kobe as an example. When he was on his farewell tour, there wasn't a city that he didn't stop. It didn't matter. San Antonio, Boston, teams that have history with the Lakers, teams that there were battles back and forth. Nobody was going to not just Tip their cap to him, appreciate respect what Kobe meant to the league. Coach K deserved that at Tar Heel, whatever their you know the arena Dean Dome, is. yeah the Dean Dome. Uh, he deserved that. He should have got it. I'm at, I'm really really wrong. surprised they didn't do anything. Really surprised.
3: <laughs> that is what's your case, Emily? Wrong. What's the case? Why? Why? Okay, why? I why? think that it's different because one, college is different than professional sport. We know college at its heart is a business, but the people that support it are so passionate in a different way that you are from a professional team. Two. Worry Williams didn't get anything from Duke. Worry Williams didn't get anything from Duke. Why would Duke? I for nicely. You know, yeah. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> so let's so stay I with would, Cook. Okay. when you
2: say when you say passionate. What do you what do you mean? Not pa- the, the NBA Lakers and the Celtics. I mean no, there are that is the, very the,
3: passionate. It's a different type of passion. I feel like it's the. Uh, I don't know. The fans, fans are standing different.
2: the whole game. Yeah.
3: yeah Yeah, exactly
1: i'm not not here for that either sit down (laughs) i'm trying to watch the game also i'm old i need my knees hurt i'm gonna need you to sit down in front of me please
3: uva will host duke in two weeks i would boo if if i saw a coach k tribute i coach k i have just i can't it's just it's just a part of me i don't think that they they, he deserves to get a tribute from there but again sorry not to interrupt this factor camp but travis what do you think (laughs)
1: By all means, I'm just fired up. I'm sorry. No, I can tell. I like it. I like the wrong. That was my favorite part of that. Um, yeah, I think. I think when you have somebody that is your number one opponent for so long, there you develop a mutual respect. Maybe it's not a love. Maybe it's not a fondness. But there's a respect. respect I, I, the right I, word. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think about Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, right? And those guys hated each other's guts when they started competing against each other at Indiana State and Michigan State. We all know about the Final Four game and, and, and all of that. And then the Celtics and the Lakers, and they went tooth and nail for for years and years. And then it developed from a I hate him to a, oh, we're the exact same person. We just grew up in different parts of the world, and we've gone through the same things. And there became a deep, deep respect that ultimately blossomed into a friendship. So, yeah, I think when you compete against somebody for as long as Carolina has competed against Kay, saying, uh, I don't love you, but I respect you, and good luck with the rest of your life, I'm okay with that. I, I think they probably should have done something.
3: I think it's fine. I think there I think the fans wouldn't have loved it, but that's just that's just a me thing and that's maybe just being in the ACC basketball world was part of that. Yes, craft.
1: As, l- as long as the Dodgers don't do anything for Madison Bumgarner, I'm good. <laughs> like you can it can't be somebody that is kind of cuz got to be the legend
2: of legends. That's yes. what it has to be. Like, it has Bumgarner, to be something like that
1: has been so good for so long and was a thorn in the Dodger side for so long. But I don't need that. But if the Giants wanted to do something for Kershaw, I'm here for it. (laughs) That that part of it, I'm 100% uh, good with. Okay, Uh, Al, I'm going to tell you who your favorite NFL player is, even if you don't know it yet. That's coming up next. Plus, another reason you should be very happy about the future of the Rams. It's all coming up
2: next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
1: You know, listening to Chris right there uh, talk about uh, the chance to win those tickets, it got me thinking for a sec, Out. Yep. Let's say you're not married. You don't have a, a girlfriend or, or anything like that, or, or the, the number one person that's super easy to say, oh, of course I'm bringing this person. You get the two tickets on Sedano and Cap on Friday, right? You win. Mm-hmm. And you've got a group of your buddies, four or five buddies, and they're all your your very best friends you got two Super Bowl tickets. You're going to make somebody's day on Friday, and you're also going to break a whole bunch of hearts along the way. That, the pressure involved in that decision of who you bring – because, look, if I want something like that, it's easy. I'm bringing my wife, right? It's, that, that's a no-brainer. Lady Slee, I'm assuming, if she would want to go, she would be the first person
2: you would ask. But you're, you're, making, you're making a big decision if
1: you're the ultimate winner of that thing.
2: Well, it's a combination. You've got to bring somebody that, A – you want to be hanging out with B. Just as important is somebody would like appreciate the moment, sure. right? Like people, somebody might go to a Super Bowl and not. If I took my girl, for example, is she really going to appreciate? Okay, She's you win the hey, tickets. This is really cool. Look how many the events. This is what's happening at halftime. But is she really going to? Appreciate Hold on a second. Game?
1: Put put a pin in that. You, yeah. li-
2: literally later this afternoon, somebody mm-hmm. calls you and
1: says, "Al, I got two tickets. I can't use." You have to ask her for 60 right? grand
2: <laughs> on Venmo.
1: <laughs> no, free. They're all yours. You can just you just have to use them. You have two tickets. Your first stop because like you've we said all week long. It's not just a football game. It's the yeah. biggest party. Oh, she would of the expect year. that she's going. Yeah. So yeah, she's she going. So you you're, that you're not going. the right person. I'm talking no no relationship with the significant other and you've got a group of boys. And and they're all they're all waiting to to see hey, uh yeah, Alan from Pasadena, you are the big winner. Your phone is blowing up in that moment.
2: Yeah, your phone is blowing up, but you gotta you gotta make an executive by the way, somebody might take their dad, somebody might take their brother Maybe it's not a buddy. You know, it's something along those lines. So okay, that's, let's, let's put it this your brother's way. That's upset. It. If it's your brother, your dad's mad at you. It's <laughs> a good position. That's a good position to be in. That's a what, great position to be in. I'm
1: going to go on StubHub real quick, see what these things are worth. <laughs> see if we can do it. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Okay. So did you see this thing yesterday with Kyler Murray where it all of a sudden he was no longer following the Arizona Cardinals on any of his social media accounts? Did you see that story? I'm
2: actually going to yours real quick. I just unfollow you. <laughs> okay. I good. just unfollowed you. Perfect example. Perfect yep.
1: Example of how you and I no longer follow each other. Yep. I I I can't tell you. And and the Cardinals are a weird organization because they're they're kind of in the middle they're not the worst run organization but they're a million miles from the best run organization it does feel like they got a very good player in kyler murray but if i'm cliff kingsbury if i'm the general manager of the cardinals if i'm the guy running the show and i get it that there's there's a significant generational gap in what i'm about to say i Mm -hmm. i'm fully aware but if my franchise quarterback who I am paying tens of millions of dollars to, to be my franchise quarterback, who's going to represent my team both on and off the field, is doing middle school social media games. I'm feeling a certain way about that guy. You're letting me know you're not an adult. You're letting me know that you care about things that are really, really stupid. Because if you have a problem with the way that the team's run, come into my office and tell me. Hey, coach, you know what? I don't think we're good enough here. I think we need to get better here. I don't like this player there. We need to do that. Okay, fine. We can have that conversation. That's an adult conversation. But I'm going to unfollow you on social media is so stupid. And it's so immature. It's such a bad look. And this is one of the things I like so much about the Rams. They don't have a bunch of this petty BS going on. They have adults in the room. Matthew Stafford is an adult. an adult. And Aaron Donald is an adult. Karen uh, Cooper Cup is an adult. They don't have this silly eighth grade drama going around there. I, I,
2: I really well, they do pro- feel they, less they, about this guy today than I did yesterday. It's a stupid game to play. They they probably do have children also in the room, but it's public so quickly, right? Like this is, and I know. Listen, it is childish. I saw something I think a couple days ago in Julius Randle. I think he unfollowed the Knicks. I don't know something like that. But Trav, that's today's world. Like, I, I, yes. I know I know your frustration of it, but that is today's world, and it is a storyline, and you and I are talking about it, and it's his way of showing that he's disgruntled with the organization. I'm not telling it's you it's the right thing to do. It's
1: way to do it.
2: I, I, don't, I don't disagree with you at all. This is today's world. Today's world is you can unfollow someone, and all of a sudden it becomes a big star. This guy's getting traded. You know what? He just took <laughs> – he had a picture of him in a Cardinals jersey. Look, That picture get was traded, taken down. That's fine.
1: If I get it, if Kyler Murray got traded to the, I don't know, the Tennessee Titans tomorrow, I'm fine with him taking the Cardinal stuff off. But, but I, I, I if, don't if, think my, – my I'm going to get in my feelings on social media. Grow up, bro. <laughs> Stop being an infant. Stop! Stop exercising your feelings out through Instagram and Twitter or whatever pro platform you're on. Be an adult and go and say, "I got a problem with this. I want to fix this." Don't do it on that platform. It's so
2: dumb. So I, I don't know any of the backstory to any of this. I think it is childish, no question about it. But this happens in every job. Every, every workforce in different ways, right? Like if, if you're using this as, hey, this is immature because you unfollowed them on Twitter and Instagram, uh, there is this everywhere. I, I, I see what the angle that you're trying to take on the Rams that this doesn't happen. I'm sure it happens in every sport, every corporation, everything. It's just done in different ways. This one's just done on a completely in-your-face you level. Let me ask you this. And I did unfollow if, you. If, if I was just going to say. it's going to
1: mute you if i just one day you yeah. you notice you're flipping through and you're like Travis doesn't follow me anymore like that would be really odd and wouldn't you have certain feelings about that like what is he doing like why why is he being an eighth grader why can't he just call me if he's got a problem with something that's going on it's uh, the most passive aggressive stupidest thing you could do
2: so espn is based out of bristol I would immediately start looking for HR in Bristol. <laughs> I would, I would say that you know you can't be doing a show with somebody. Even worse is if your title said that you do the Travis show. Like, an even <laughs> you know maybe you didn't put my yeah, name all the way there. Host
1: on ESPN seven ten. Travis on from ten eight to ten eight to one p.
2: Monday yep. through Friday, something like that. <laughs>
1: And I'm, hold on, I need we need to go to break. I got a little uh, editing to do on my my social media page. All right,
2: listen up. Call wait, wait, in right who's now. A, wait, who's the, who's yeah. the player? Who's the player? That is me. Oh, you gonna have or to That wait. you said is my favorite player. Uh, not Kyler, Murray, Kyler but we're, Murray. We're getting warmer. Kyler.
1: We're, we're getting. It's not Kyler Murray. No, that's. I know you, Slee. I know you. I know you're Lane, and you're gonna. By the way, this is not a. Oh, I hate that guy. You're gonna really like who I'm gonna give you. You're gonna yeah. be very very pleased with it.